I'm Victoria Cash. Thanks for calling the Lucky Land Hotline. If you feel like you do the same thing every day, press 1. If you're ready to have some serious fun, for the chance to redeem some serious prizes, press 2. We heard you loud and clear. So go to LuckyLandslots.com right now and play over 100 social casino-style games for free. Get lucky today at LuckyLandslots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hey, are you a super fan of Taylor Swift, Jelly Roll, or Morgan Wallen? Are you that song nerd who likes to dive into every little lyric of every little song and figure out what everything means? Do you want to take that a bit further, though? Because I have a podcast called Songwriter Soup, and it dives into the journey of a songwriter and how those people help craft the soundtrack of your life. I'm Laura Veltz. And I'm bringing all of my friends together to discuss our funny little job writing for all of your favorite artists. Listen to Songwriter Soup wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Y'all Gay. I'm Allie Clayton. I'm Ever Maynard. We have a very, very special episode. We have musician, singer, actor, so talented. Britton mm-hmm. Ashford has a new album out called Trotter. It's been on repeat seriously i it's play it all the time album. it's gorgeous um so yeah we get to chat with britain and have some laughs and talk about the album and i think that you all are gonna just love her yeah the album's really great we we discuss like the writing some of the writing process of course we're just hanging out chatting shooting the shit um we learned about some really beautiful moments in britain's life and also about the album and we end it in typical y'all gay fashion where we learn another beautiful thing about Allie. <laughs> y'all, this was so fun. Uh, so and again, fun. we are so thankful for all of our, um, we just still don't, do we have a name for our Patreon listeners yet? Well, some people were saying they wanted to be gay wads. Gay wads. Somebody, somebody yeah. said the Akinators. Okay, that seems like a football game. I yeah, think during like sports games, sports times, were the yeah. Akinators. But I like the gay wads. I like the gay wads. I like the gay wads. We want to thank all of our gay wads <laughs> on the Patreon, as well as all of our gay wads that are not on the Patreon. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you again for leaving reviews. As um, silly as it is, when you hear it in every single podcast, you're like, oh, I hate it when they talk about this. Um, social media is so important, and we appreciate any, like... <laughs> engagement I any engagement i, I feel uncomfortable talking about this but you gotta hustle my dog you gotta hustle you gotta, you gotta stay grinding you gotta stay grinding gay wads our gay wads stay, gay wads grinding. stay, stay grinding. grinding and y'all the discord is popping off um we love the chats and we want to know what y'all are grinding thank you ashley on. b for being so uh present in the Shmoo, discord what's up what's up Shmoo? Shmoo? <laughs> Y'all, this this interview with Britain is so fun. It was like hanging out with like an old friend and catching up. And we hope you enjoy it as much as we do. All right. Love Stay you, gay. gay Wads. Love you, gay, Stay gay. Stay gay. Hey, y'all. Hey, y'all. The tea is crystal queer, y'all. Y'all say y'all gay. It's Alien ever here, y'all. We got a lot to talk about, so let us ask you now, y'all gay?
my birthday on saturday uh none of that okay yeah so you're um, like fuck them i'm not remembering anything it's me is that oh for the fallen what soldiers? are we what are we we're, we're the soldiers yeah that have fallen it's for the soldiers oh. i mean i have this and then i have some like work stuff i have to do which is kind of a bummer okay. um and then dinner tonight should we ask our guest yeah we have a very special guest um we're so excited to have her um Allie. Oh, yes. Take it over. Well, yeah, because y'all been working together. We have been. She has a new album called Trotter. I have listened to every single song multiple times. I will tell her my favorites in a moment. Uh, What big plans do you have today, Britton Ashford? Uh, I... This is my big plan for the day. This is my big plan for the day as well. That's nice. uh, That's real nice. Big plans for the day. Yeah, just this. Just nice. This. And then, That's like, so nice. Uh, I, I have some copy editing to do. I might, I might go to the park, print out a thing I need to copy edit and do it in the park. Like a nice. super cool person on yeah, a yeah. Get some fresh holiday. air. Do you have a printer in New York City? I sure do. Wow. Uh, it's big. It is also under my desk. I yeah yeah. Okay, I love having a printer, Allie. I know. I wish, I mean, we do have one at this apartment, but I can never get it to work. I always have to email it to my roommate and then she gets it to work. You got to add that printer. I've tried. You got to add that printer. Have you tried uh, taking it off and then adding it again? (laughs) Yeah, have you tried that? No. No. I just ended up going to the library. I like going to the library. We should all be utilizing the library more. (laughs) I've heard people be like, oh, but, you know, it's just mainly uh people Wankers. go there to masturbate yeah and i was like <laughs> people go to the library to masturbate yeah sometimes it's the only place Britain? what <laughs> I, I said it like i i do it yeah sometimes that's the only place <laughs> i sorry i got distracted for a minute and then i was like wait we're talking about libraries and we're talking about people jerking off in the library yeah yeah that happens mm-hmm. so uh, did you know uh uh have you ever been to the uh pratt campus Mm-mm. So uh, famously, they have this like really cool library on on oh. the Pratt campus, and it used Where's to be, Pratt. Pratt is in a uh, uh, Clinton Hill. Okay, it's like okay Brooklyn, Brooklyn Art School. Okay, uh, okay. And it, it, campus is small and it's lovely. You know, it's Brooklyn, so you don't have like a ton of space. But um, I used to be open to the public. You could just go in there, and now it is not open to the public because. Somebody shot, yeah, too many. Well, somebody shot a porn in there. What? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, and that's that's why it's closed to the public, which I think is whoa, that is so wild. That is how can wow, those sneaky art kids. (laughs) I don't, I don't think it was the children, I don't think it was. I think it, that, that's why it's close to the public. Like if you have a, sneaky 18 year olds, I mean, if you go to Pratt, you can like, you know, you show your ID and you can, and get then you can there. make your own porn. 
<laughs> yeah, if you're a Pratt student, you can make all the porn you want to. Wow. Wow. Oh, okay. wow. And now I'm like, they didn't have to pay for location fees. They didn't uh, have to no, right? They knew what they were doing. They yeah, said, they we got a couple iPhones. We'll set this up. <laughs> we'll block this off. I Nobody just, comes I'm just to thinking the of a, a, a super quiet porn. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, maybe that's like, somebody's sh- thing. <laughs> yeah. 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 Was there a librarian involved? Like oh, That was it. Kink. That's the gimmick. That's- not the gimmick, but that's the catch. That is. Oh, wow. What are y'all doing? Uh-oh. Now I'm <laughs> doing it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you should be the writer ever. That was great. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's enough about masturbating. As the they enter. No, I think we can we can devote a whole show to this, I think. Uh, yeah. Uh, I mean, that's Ever and I. If you've ever listened to the podcast, uh, we do not I was, stay on topic very well. We do not, no. <laughs> but that's and then about, <laughs> in about like 15 minutes, we're going to hear an incredible story from Allie. Didn't, <laughs> neither of us will see coming. <laughs> and it will derail whatever um, whatever topic we're on. <laughs> well, like, I can't help it when I get inspired if somebody says something. That triggers yeah. a memory. Oh yeah, talk about it. Yeah, you got to talk about it. Like we said the about time? the fallen soldiers, and I immediately thought about when I moved to Chicago. I thought Soldier Field, which is where the Bears play, mm-hmm. was. I remember passing by it with somebody, and I said, "I said that's that's real interesting to me, just to have a whole field of dead soldiers buried there." I had no idea that a sports team played there, and then a bunch and of I, people could just come sit with them. And then I started giving the wrong information to people. People would come visit me and I'll be like, oh, that that's where the soldiers are buried. <laughs> Just giving the wrong it, information to lots of people. It, in a Sorry, coliseum? Was, was it what, Britain? Oh, I was going to say, was it like the team they're called the soldiers? No, no it's the Chicago it's, Bears. Oh. It's the Chicago oh. Bears. Made no sense. Made no sense to me. So I think I just made you something up. I just made something yeah. up completely. Um I would think the same thing. Soldier Field. That's like, yeah, where all the people are buried. True. That's what I would True. think. So, Britton, you have a new album out. We chatted about. We're gonna. I want to. I'm gonna get us on topic. Yeah. Way to go, <laughs> yeah. ever. I'm trying. I was in your music video. It's true. Tommy Moose Knuckles. Tommy Moose that- Knuckles. Tommy Moose Knuckles. Beautiful video. Really fun day. Yeah. It you was- you really got some of the like choice. Uh, moments in the video. Oh, thank you. Uh, the uh, thank you for letting me smash you with a chair. Uh, <laughs> I had a lot of fun. I also don't know how y'all found that place. Like, is it just like a boxing training compound or? Uh, yeah. I mean, I found it on fuck. Uh, sorry. Can I use potty words? Yeah. Oh. We're going to say some things that will embarrass your grandmother. <laughs> it will embarrass well, your whole family. <laughs> that's it'll embarrass uh, your neighbor. Um, no. Oh, was it that like, there's like a website out here for like locations. Yeah. I want to say it's, is it peer space? Peer space. Um, peer yeah. space. Yeah. And I just got on there. I mean, really it, it's funny. Cause it's like, it's supposed to be wrestling mm-hmm. and I was looking for a wrestling ring and including like, I don't know, maybe trying to like rent one. They can like bring one to you and install it. And like, Ooh, that was gonna be, nice. Yeah. A and lot it was so money. funny. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It was going to be way more money than I had. And I was talking to uh, a friend in LA, Joey Clift, also a comedian out there who like oh, cool. loves wrestling. 
And he was like, when I showed him the space, he was like, you know, that's really a boxing ring. And, and I was like, look, nobody's going to know. <laughs> no. Well, I think, no. I think the, the people who really like know wrestling will be like, yeah, there's no gift. A lot of, you know, <laughs> yeah. A lot of cis white men will be the only <laughs> ones that notice. Yes. Uh, I, but, but it, it looked, it looked, it looked looks phenomenal. Yeah. yeah it oh, looked, it looked like, so great. So, I love that one of like whenever's like it's like almost like a slow mo- like fall to yeah. the ground. It was cool to do. A lot of cool people were in that that shoot. Um, yeah. So how has the also y'all do the Brooklyn Jamboree together? Well, <laughs> it's not called Jamboree. Is it? It's called the Brooklyn. I, I have not told ever what we talked about on okay. our walk the other day. Um, ramble. We did. We did do the ramble together. Um, the ramble is no longer rambling. Oh, I'm but, so sorry. But that's okay because Britain and I found each other. That's so true. sweet. True. Yeah, I'm yeah. sorry. I don't know that. <laughs> oh, well, it's 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 unclear. It seems to me mm-hmm. that like to move it forward is uh it will be will be a task that I think for mm-hmm. me, like my focus. I said this to Ali, I was like. I love country music. Like I love country music, particularly like that. So the Brooklyn Variety Ramble was sort of showcasing these people doing a lot of like more like classic country mm-hmm. stylings and then some originals. And like, and I love it, but it's like, it's not, as I said to Ali, I was like, I'm from Seattle. You know, like yeah. I, <laughs> I see that like I'm in charge of country music in Brooklyn feels, I don't know, insincere. I don't know. Like I, I love it. I love the music, but you know, my focus really, I think needs to be on my own music making and my own career and pushing that forward as much as like, I love nothing more than championing other people's careers and like getting supporting. Yeah. You got your own shit to focus on. You got to champion yourself. Number one. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, Are you going on tour? Um, you know, uh, that's a great question. Evan. Yeah, sorry, uh, very loaded. I hate that question. I'm like, no, why are you no, putting no. this pressure on me? <laughs> <laughs> Mom, um, uh, no, like I am, but it's like not short answer. Yes, and okay. I probably I'm gonna do a couple of shows in the Northwest, like Seattle, Portland, maybe Tacoma. I really want to throw an all ages mm-hmm. show in there. A lot of times when when I'm out there and for any touring musician, it's like bars are where you end up playing. Um, Mm -hmm. But I think there's, you know, tapping into the all ages scene, particularly in uh, safe spaces and queer spaces is, is very important to me. And those often for, for the young people are not bars and that's important to me. So going to do some Northwest states, um, make sure to get a little all ages in there. And then also planning some stuff for the end of the summer. Going to go down to uh, Norfolk, uh, where my friend Jackie is. That's cool. Ooh, I, yeah, I've toured with her a lot. And she she actually produced my last full-length record with my brand, band Prairie Empire. And she used to tour with me and she rules. And so we were like, let's make a thing happen in Virginia. And then try to like yeah. connect some stuff. And it's just, I spent so much energy uh, focusing on the album and trying to make the album happen. And I should have been doing both things in tandem, but I am but one human. <laughs> yeah, it's okay. There's no one path to follow. There is not. Um, so is this your and, first I solo? I mean, you had to promote a very big thing. You had You had your big album release. You had the party. You had the show, which was incredible. And you packed it out. 
Um, I, what is the the is it is it a reed player? Is that what it's called? Uh, clarinet. Oh, is it a clarinet? Oh, yeah. yeah uh, oh. Alex Alex Beagleman on clarinet and also a flute, a woodwind. Wow, you had a flout flautist <laughs> and a clarinetist. It's, well, yeah. same, same, same fellow was doing double, double duty. Not at the same time. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be he was just like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, he was, he was double, double fisting it. Uh, no, no, that would, and I wouldn't want to see that either. <laughs> wow. Wait, so is this your first full length solo album? Uh, no, no. it is my first full-length solo album since 2008 whoa okay which uh i i like i i I put out when i was a a child you know yeah Uh, growth yeah so and then i i i did two albums under the moniker prairie empire Mm -hmm. and then uh and then i put out this uh this musical, very a little misguided musical theater cover album, Drama Club, and that was also that's fun. Under, What's that under my own name? Uh, God, actually, this is this. Is pretty, I gotta find it, that. It's, it's. I was trying to like bridge the gap between like doing theater and like doing my own thing, and so I was like, you know what? I want to like take like at its fundamental core some of these songs these musical theater songs are are really good songs and like let's be real a lot of us had like this musical theater moment however brief it was where you were like i fucking love um i loved ragtime i don't know for me it was wicked was it yeah yeah it's there so and hey see barely a thrill i did that in one of uh (laughs) see 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 (laughs) yeah um yeah, I did that in, in a show, the ragtime. Yeah, thing. so the the idea came to me. I was in Seattle um, with dear old friend runs a karaoke night. Uh, her, her her karaoke name is a uh, Baby Van Beasley. She fucking rules, and uh, and she was like, "Yeah, do a song, do a song." And I was like, "I don't know. What if I do like on my own from Les Mis?" <laughs> and I did it and it like, and everyone was singing along and she got up there and she's like, you guys didn't even know how much you needed that. <laughs> you know, and, I was like, and I was like, well, I was like, there's a, there's a niche for this. I, I thought, oh, it turns out, yeah. spoiler though, there, there isn't, uh, but I did try, uh, like the, um, Oh yeah, I, I do do from Wicked. I do define gravity again. It's like I, I just like the joke I made. I was like, it's musical theater run through a David Lynch filter, and the jazz hands have been removed. <laughs> so rather than this like painting country, it's like it's like super slow and like uh, it's it you Britain Nash for it. Yeah, and also it's like it's very queer. Like I do um, Wicked itself a gay. I don't think they're sisters. I was always like, they're going to kiss. They're probably going to kiss. They They did. We just didn't see it. Like, I was like, they're not sisters in my mind Mm -hmm. when I watched it. When I was straight and very closeted, (laughs) I was like, no, these are lovers. They're best friends. They're very close. Like me and all my very close best friends that are girls. (laughs) That's the whole, that's what the whole play is about. That's what the whole musical is about. The green one wants to kiss the other one. Elphaba. Elphaba wants to kiss Glenda. 
Yeah, but they're not sisters. They're just yeah. good friends that had a they're falling just good out. Friends. Yeah. And yeah, they have falling out it. because Alphaba is like trying to kiss Glinda the whole time. And Glinda's like, why this are you is, this is what this is about, guys. Wicked if you haven't seen <laughs> and, it. Well, Glinda is like, why are you being weird around me, Alphaba? Like, we're very close friends. Mm-hmm. And Alphaba is realizing, but not wanting to acknowledge that she's gay. Mm-hmm. And so she has put <laughs> up a defense barrier and mechanism. And this yeah. whole internal monologue about why Glinda is bad, right? Like, Glinda's pushing her away. Glinda's being like a bitch, like all this stuff. And in reality, it's just because Elphaba really wants to kiss her. And at mm-hmm. the end, they kiss. Her skin is up. not even really green. She does that. She paints herself so as a way because she can't accept her gayness. And so she's like, mm-hmm. you know, nobody's going to want to kiss a lesbian that's green. And she said, I'll perceive my own self. You don't get to perceive me. I choose how you perceive mm-hmm. me. And Glinda finally was like, I'm bisexual. So if you want to kiss me, you can. And by that time, Alphaba had moved on. Yeah. They did kiss I, and the sparks weren't there. Is that like the the part of the musical that was was cut? <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately yeah. cut for time. <laughs> yeah, it's just not quite enough time. Not quite enough time in that one. Uh, (laughs) It was confusing for everyone. Um, You know, but at the end. Elphaba's hot, though. Like, if I had to choose between Elphaba and Glenda, I'm going green all the way, I think I might go green. Yeah, Yeah. I'm going green. I'm going green. (laughs) Glenda was too, like, I don't know, like, too... Too much. Alphaba, the things one hears. <laughs> I, I mean, That's... I went through a real uh, Wizard of Oz phase because I got that tattoo. I got Wizard of Oz, original Wizard of Oz sheet music framed. My parents Ooh. were like, your little Wizard of Oz dyke, here you go. And they <laughs> found original sheet music and framed it for me for Christmas. <laughs> I don't know where to put it in my house. Sidebar, um, I, did, I did know someone who once played... Alphaba on was like the understudy for Alphaba, like mm-hmm. with all the. She's like, you find that green, you find it everywhere. <laughs> I Ooh. bet. Yeah, I bet. Oh, I bet. I just so they, imagine my body would just turn into one big zit. Like, yeah, how did how did the that. pigment not stay? Like if you're I, continuously wearing it. I mean, I can only imagine that there's some sort of like very special primer. Like that's a show that has run for a super long, like somebody's figured it out. Like, yeah. yeah. How, how to manage it. But they brought in the blue man group. Yeah. And these boys. Why can it not be? I bet there's a few days that could do the blue mans or a few women. Blue people group. Yeah. Everybody's upset with Target right now, but nobody's looking at the blue man group. (laughs) I'm going to write a letter. letter. We got to write a letter right now. It's the least inclusive group, the blue man group. For sure. It's just a bunch of ugly. It's just a bunch of blue Joe Rogans. I found the right a picture the other day when I went to Chicago to do an internship sophomore year college. I didn't know anybody there. So I went to see the blue man group by myself and sat in the front row and I'm wearing a poncho. They give you a poncho because there's like paint. So I'm just by myself in a poncho in the front row. And then I have a picture with a blue man. I just stopped a random lady and was like, 
Will you take a picture and wind in my disposable camera? Okay, but did you know so many Chicago comedians ended up working at the Blue Man Group? So many did work at the Blue Man Group. I didn't know it was a thing to work at, but mm-hmm. yeah. Which now, is, Brit- is, is kind of wild anyway. <laughs> in, the, in the world of uh, um, theater and music, how respected is the Blue Man Group, would you say, Britain? Yeah, well, how, what would you say here? I, I choose to not comment okay so you're not going to get in the discourse oh i feel like you know a blue man recuse yourself i i'm going to recuse myself i did know someone who who is in blue man group once (laughs) i only know people who paint their entire bodies for theater i feel like these guys can't wait to show you their wieners like they're wiener guys They're always uh, like, let's go surfing. And then when they're changing, I don't know if you've seen that, like in New York, if like on the beaches, guys? they're just always like, oh, I slipped. Here's my wiener. They expose. They, they, <laughs> I, I feel like they would be. Is that happening a lot to you ever? Well, here's the deal in <laughs> California, especially like in Malibu, where there's like a bunch of rich fucks that like go surfing. And normal people when they change out of their wetsuit they have their towels like they get fully naked and they change out by their car and they just keep the towel around or like sometimes people have these like little pop-up tents but the rich dudes that are always by like a land rover or like some like super expensive car their towels always go a little too low. And this one guy was like slowly changing by his car. And it you could just tell he was into everyone watching him. That's a thing. It was a little like, my dude, read the room. Like, this is a dog beach, man. Like, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody gives a I fuck feel, here. I haven't seen a lot of errant wieners out of I haven't like, seen a lot uh, of errant uh, wieners. Like, but like Brooklyn beaches. I don't know. Or like, I guess technically it's Queens. Like if you go to like Rock Well, Reese Beach, I would be fine seeing a wiener at Reese Beach. Yeah, yeah that's the place, I've seen that's some, the place it's you queer beach. to see a wiener. It's queer yeah. wiener. <laughs> I had, but, I helped a man up that fell in the sand and his wiener popped out. <laughs> and we just didn't say anything. I just continued. He was an old man. And I just continued to help him up. And it was just hanging out. I was like, do I tell him? I don't know. That's his plan all along. <laughs> I don't know. He just came He's a wiener man. Just wiped <laughs> out in the sand and couldn't. And try, he was like a he was like uh, like one of those bugs on his back. <laughs> like he couldn't get up. <laughs> I, <know laughs> was up him. I was like, I gotta go help this man. He can't like, help his wiener out. fell out. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so Britain, the album Trotter. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, Ever. Yeah, um, you're welcome. Why why that name? My last name legally still is Ashford hyphen Trotter. I I am one of three Ashford Trotters. Both of my siblings carry that hyphenated last name. And when I started performing uh music as a as a you know, basically as a teenager, I was like Ashford Trotter, like that's like too much name. But like that Britain would be Ashford. a cool band name. No, yeah, Britain Ashford, great band name. Ashford Trotter, great band name. Yeah. And you know, I might have even like entertained that at the time, but I think like my mom was doing art at the time. And I think like she'd even like this is like the dawn of the internet, and she had like bought the URL like Ashford Trotter. And I was like, okay, that's like mom's identity. So I'm gonna like <laughs> 
I'm just going to be Britain Ashford. That's a great stage name. I like, wish I was smart enough to get like Nike.com or like Reebok.com <laughs> or like, you know, Adidas.com. Yeah. And sell it. That for... is cool. And the, the right, album so, art yeah. on the on the front, is this a picture of a family? Who is this? So those are my parents. And <gasps> really? yeah, so, uh, and this is like sort of the, the, a little bit of a longer walk down this. So like the album is, is a lot about like, it's grief. It's a whole bunch of grief. It's about the passing of my father. And so Trotter was my, my father's name. Mm. Um, and I always felt this guilt that like, I didn't, use his name and like he never gave me shit for it his mom did um she just like she was like hyphenated names what's that what's that about you know like um and she was make no mistake like she was incredibly proud of me and like you know until her dying day uh she was like i'm gonna get to new york and see you on that you know, like she was very supportive, oh. but, but she did give like a gentle ribbing of like, well, you, you don't use Trotter, you know? <laughs> um, so yeah, Trotter was my dad's name. The cover is, is my, my parents' engagement photo. And, uh, I chose that, uh, it wasn't initially my intention. Of course, like when you start making an album, you don't always know, what you're making. And it wasn't really until pretty much most of the songs were written that I was like, oh yeah, this album is totally about like, like it starts there and it's sort of like the fallout from there Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. about like sort of like grief and like making choices and the ending of relationships and then sort of like how you, how you live with yourself. Uh, after those things. And so I was like, okay, this album feels like it is a, it's, it's about this part of myself that doesn't really, for lack of like, I don't necessarily say it like this, but like a part of myself that like doesn't exist anymore, you know, like, yeah, just that there's no one like in my family, like there are no more trotters. Um, well, it's, I, I still have, I have an uncle who is a delight. I love my aunt and uncle. Yeah, I, I took them all took out. Them all uh, and so, yeah, so that's why I called it Trotter. And that's why, uh, that's the, the photo, kind of like your baby and your way of making yeah. the name live on forever. Exactly. Like it. it's sort of like, and to me, I was like, mm-hmm. oh, this is like my big, like, I don't know. Like I put a lot of, uh, time and like love and attention into it and as far as using the photo itself you know I had a friend who is visiting and the photo like lives on my mantle um yeah and I had a friend come over and they were like what is this picture and I was like oh that's my parents and they were like no this is an album cover and I was like oh yeah it does kind of have this like Fleetwood Mac vibe to it you know like listeners it's now is your dad in a Nate in the Navy? Is he in the military? He he was in the Navy. Yeah. He was okay. a, he was an officer in the, in the Navy and beautiful motorhead oh, facial wow. hair. The stash. Like Lenny. Like I was like, oh my God. Sitting down on a chair, full Navy regalia, got his hat on his lap, and then your mom, elegantly dressed in a black dress, standing behind him. And like, what a babe. Yeah, yeah what a babe. Yes. And why did they take that? 
photo. Uh, engagement. Yeah. It was their engagement photo, right? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. That's and, the official. I'm going to put my photos on. That's the official. They went somewhere. That's an Olsen Mills. Yeah. So uh, the guy who took that picture, um, I actually got in touch with on on Facebook because I was like, I guess like this guy is still alive. Wow. Um, I'm like, gosh, fuck. Uh, my brain has stopped working. Uh, I got in touch with him and I was like, hey, I'm going to use this photo. Like, is that cool? Like, I'll credit you in the thing that you took. You took yeah. the photo. P.S. His name is Bill Murray. <laughs> oh, that's funny. <laughs> you know, like, not not that Bill Murray, but like, he. I think he was a friend of theirs. And like, full disclosure, like my parents um, met through SCA, which is Society for Creative Anachronism. Like, they had a Ren Fair wedding. Like, they were just like, if you're like, ever, the question is like, why did they take that photo? Yeah, it kind of was. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, that was my sense. Yeah, just because like, they were like, fun like yeah they loved theater and music and costumes and growing up there was always all this like crazy shit in my parents my parents had this like insane closet that ran the length of that they kept pushing you in no, i'm just kidding yeah no well <laughs> we we spent we all, all three kids uh never mind that's that's a dark story anyway uh <laughs> it was a it was a big closet it was a very long closet it was like the length of the room wow so this was like a 15 foot closet or something and when we were kids it was like the most magical fucking place because it smelled weird like an old okay costumes yes costumes yes Mm -hmm. filled with costumes i'm sure sounds like the powder balls sounds like our friends the powder balls that have a million costumes we're like where do you keep the clothes you wear every day (laughs) (laughs) in our car trucks yeah right (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> I I it's been so long since I've had like any kind of space for keeping stuff like that mm-hmm. which like it, the the theater dork in me is just like but I'll, but I'll save it for that moment that someone's like hey for Halloween I want to go as insert whatever crazy thing and I'm like ah I got you like that's the thing when you start collecting costumes or weird clothes for costumes it's this, you can't, I, I was like, I'm not wearing all this stuff anymore. I'm going to donate it. Well, guess what? I donated almost all of my Carl. costumes and now I need, there's a cat interrupting. Get out of here. That's Carl You Weathers. can't get rid of it. You can't get rid of your costumes. Yeah. Allie, there I mean, is literally a cat butt right now in, in frame. <laughs> Carl. I'm not mad about Carl. I'm not mad about Carl. Um, I, I mean, that's the thing is like, if you're a costume person, like all that shit's going to like, come back to you like really like not like literally not karmically it's gonna come back to you <laughs> All every sequin you give away comes back what is this cat's deal Allie <laughs> oh I'm sorry I keep like just forgetting that he's right there hold on I'm gonna let him out Carl you're being bad well, let's see if Allie's wearing pants today Sometimes uh, she gets up and she's not. Uh, oh, she's wearing pants. Uh, oh, this is a rare. This is the no. second time Allie's gotten up and there's been pants. Because sometimes Allie will get up, no pants. You know, Allie, it's, it's, it's I was just saying that you wore pants today. I know. Now, well, I've been wearing pants more because <laughs> now I have a roommate. Oh, right. Yeah. Yeah. There's been a couple of times I've went out at night and then like I'm in the kitchen and I'm like, oh, shit. What if she walks in here? And you're like, I'm a wiener man. (laughs) 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 
I think, <laughs> I think if you have roommates and you get up in the middle of the night, I just think like it's, it's all fair those. game. Yeah. yeah like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. That's my hot take on it. Yeah. 100%. Like- okay. So the album Trotter, do you have, <laughs> it's available wherever you listen to music. That is correct. So yeah. you can, you can stream it on all the streaming platforms. You can also buy the vinyl via Bandcamp. Cool. Oh, cool. And you get Bandcamp is better for artists, correct? Yeah. I mean, <laughs> yes, it's definitely okay. like it links artists directly to the folks who are buying the stuff. And they do this really great thing. Like once a month, they do Bandcamp Friday. It's the first That's what Friday of the month. And, and then on those days, they waive all f- like fees for like if you sell stuff. So a lot of times people will like put out releases in tandem with Bandcamp Friday to be like, buy the thing. Oh, yeah. yeah just to get to you more money. Do you find that you have a particular, like do your favorite songs on that album like, do you start with a favorite song and then you're like, oh my God, like the last song's now my favorite. Does that make sense? The question I'm asking, like, do your favorites change or do you have like a, a one favorite that you're like, wow, this one took, I spent yeah, I so much know time which on one this. It is. I, so much consideration and. Yeah. Um, that is a, is a good question. Um, I think, <laughs> I don't know if other uh, artists be they musicians or even like, I don't know, illustrators, graphic designers or fuck anyone. But like, usually the thing I'm like working on in the moment when like, there's like this magic moment that you're like, oh my God, it's a song, you know, like, cause it starts out as like an idea and you're noodling around. And then all of a sudden you're like, oh my God, and I love this. And like, I can, it's in my head. I can't escape it. You know, like it's, it's, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and then sometimes it's like a little more of a slow burn like there were definitely there was one song on the album that even up until like when I was like submitting the music to be replicated into the digital distributors I was like do I god should I cut this song from the album (laughs) like I don't like it uh uh Scarlet Runners (laughs) I didn't like the uh the piano in the introduction i thought the attack on the piano was like too hard and then i don't know like and then i i thought about it. and and prior to that God, there was another song that i i was just convinced uh and it is like i un- it's not perfect and i kind of i often enjoy that in music when something's yeah. like not perfect um but on the song slow talk there's sort of like the intonation is like it's a little it's supposed to be rubby like meaning like Mm. it's not exactly supposed to be like um it's not just like a standard like major whatever chord so like you're fighting that and then this like very specific like is it is it bad or is it just difference yeah and i i struggled with that i was like i can't tell if i just think it sounds shitty or not i shouldn't even say this because then someone will listen to it well no i'm sure it's a relief to hear from like i've listened to every song and none of them are shitty no you know that they're good (laughs) otherwise you wouldn't have put them on the album ding dong well well, that's what i'm saying like up until that last minute where you're like is this yeah am i doing why why do why do anything yeah 
Why? Why? No, trust me. Why? <laughs> what was that? I got some birthday wine. And I have a bunch of birthday gifts on my on my little kitchen table here. Here's my little. Oh, it's my nice. birthday. Nice, bud. My crown. Looking good. Britain is also a May baby. Yeah. When are you a Taurus? I'm a Taurus. Are you, you wait, May fourteenth? May thirteenth? May eleventh. Okay. May twenty seventh. May twenty second. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I'm a, a Gemini, but I'm a, a cusp or something. Yeah, twenty second. You're gonna be. You're. You're mm-hmm. Yeah. Um. I need to know if the songs is this about one love, one person, or is there multiple losses of love that you're talking about? And this of is. Uh, this is specifically when dealing with the the romantic fallout. It is one. It is like one person. It encapsulates like I, I was explaining this to someone recently. Like the idea of like, all right, so my dad passed, and then like I went through this whole like theatrical nonsense, and then um, <laughs> that's broad and maybe makes no sense. Um, and then sort of like making peace. So it's like basically after the passing of my dad, I sort of like disintegrated as a human, uh, but like not immediately because I had the distraction of doing like these uh, stage productions that I sort of like, yeah. I'm going to put this in like big air quotes, like had to do. Um, there was no one being like, maybe, maybe you shouldn't do this. Yeah. Um, and so I just, I did it and it was a distraction. And basically like for two years, I was doing this thing and like never really stopped to think about it. And then when the thing ended, I was like, Oh fuck. (laughs) You know, like, Oh yeah. Oh no, my life. And then, and then I sort of like let my relationship, like I got, I just got really mad in the way that like grieving people get mad. I think that is one of the states Mm -hmm. of grief. It was just like suspended you know, like I had two years where like I was just like kind of like tired and pissy all the time because like my work. The job. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and so uh yeah, it's yeah. It is one, it is but one person. Okay. He your dad was a musician as well, correct? Yeah, I mean he wasn't, he never pursued it professionally. Um but I feel like you are alluding to the fact that he, you can hear his voice on the end of the album. Oh, that's so sweet. What a great tribute. And what yeah. a great uh, trotter. Okay. Yeah. Why didn't you lead with this, man? Shit. <laughs> well, <laughs> so beautiful. I, yeah. Growing up, like he played a lot around the house and he sang and like, and I, I grew up like doing church choir with, with my folks and even, Crazy. uh, yeah, praise Clay right. Aiken. We praise Clay Aiken in this house. <laughs> uh, I, but yeah, I like I probably like until I was maybe fifteen. Like I would like in high school, I was doing church choir with my dad. Like not every week, but like you know, with some regularity. And um, you know, so he he loved music, and he did love music, like all types of music, and. Uh, yeah, he would play around the house, but I don't think he had like necessarily professional aspirations. But what instruments did he play? Uh, he played guitar, guitar. and uh, he he could he could 
you know, futz around on piano. We grew up with a piano in the house. And so the recording that is on the album, um, you know, I was at home and I had brought, I had this like little mobile rig, um, decent microphone, little mobile interface. And I brought it to the house because my dad used to uh, sing uh, the Bob Dylan song, Don't Think Twice, which, which like is like, whatever, like the best kiss off song like ever written, I think. Like, don't think twice. It's all right. Like, what a great song. But my dad used to sing that. And so I really wanted a recording of him doing that. And then he also did this other song, which is the song that's on the end of the album. Mm-hmm. And, you know, in talking to Mark uh, Robertson, who produced this record in Portland, I was like, is there a world where we like, I really want this last song to just sort of like, go into this ethereal like weird mm-hmm. like memory of, of him and that's and mark was like yeah i think we could do that and he really like beautifully like seamlessly like glued these things together in a way that's really i don't know like i in listening to the album as many times as i had to like listen to things for like levels and mastering and stuff like we would get to that i'm like all right i'm done like i gotta, I gotta turn it off like yeah. i just even now it's like i hear it and i like cry because of course he, he yeah. was he had such such a lovely like and i think like a special voice um i mean your voice is so unique like mm-hmm. i don't think there's anybody that could say you sound like so and so yeah, I I appreciate you saying that. You're welcome. <laughs> how many instruments do you play? Uh, how many instruments do I play, or how many do I play well? <laughs> how many do you play? How many do you play? Uh, let's see. Um, I mean, I play guitar. I consider that to be like uh my most versatile instrument. I don't think I'm even like that great at it. But I play guitar, and then I play a bunch of guitar-related things. So like. Uh, at Union Pool, if you saw me playing there, I was playing a uh, baritone ukulele. So it's like a four. Okay, that's a this. What is this? That's, that's, that's a wiener man, dude. What's like, this? Allie's, <laughs> yeah. Allie's doing What's this thing inappropriate. Uh, <laughs> I'm surprised, That's a different Allie. stringed instrument, man. <laughs> it's, it, it's a... <laughs> gross. Um, it's an auto harp. An auto harp. That's so yeah. cool. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I, I kind of got into auto harp by accident like maybe when i was in college everybody you know? gets an auto harp by accident just, <laughs> that is not curious. an intentional instrument to get into i would imagine um, i don't know it's I'm funny because like i i meet people who see it and they're like oh like my second grade teacher used to play this and i'm like uh-huh <laughs> you know like <laughs> Uh, it is often used by sort of elementary music school teachers. Um, oh, I didn't know what we were talking I about, did, to be honest. I, I I don't think I'd ever seen one before you. You oh, know what? Get... I... Go ahead. No, go yeah. ahead. Well, it's different. Say... <laughs> oh, I was going to say it's a, uh, it is a, uh, an, an, a uniquely American instrument mm-hmm. popular in like Appalachian folk music. Okay. Now, are like, you from like? No, you're not. You said you're from Seattle. Yeah, Appalachian Seattle. folk music is a different. That's that's interesting. That's different people sleep on it, <laughs> but you shouldn't sleep yeah, but, on it. There's some beautiful things. Yeah, like the the Carter family. Like I think that's when uh, something I can say to people. I'm like, oh, you know, like uh, June Carter Cash played the auto mm-hmm. harp. Like I actually think yes. Ring, okay, Ring of Fire. I believe 
was written on auto harp. I'm don't quote me on that, but but June June Carter Cash did write Ring of Fire. Mm. I think like she is. I don't know that she is credited with writing it, but um, it is it is claimed that she wrote it. And if you play the song on auto harp it makes a lot of sense just because of the way like the fingering works on an mm. auto harp. Like, I mean, uh, it, it makes sense that it was written on an auto harp because the way the chord changes work are like really rapid, which is something you would do on an instrument where to change that particular chord, all you would have to do is move a finger versus oh. like change your, your fingering. Wow. It's not to say that like, you can't do it. It can't be done. It's just like, it's very intuitive to auto harp, which makes sense. Wow. Um, so yeah, guitar, auto harp, I play a little bit of piano. Um, I used to play a lot of a mountain dulcimer, which is also, uh, I think, you know, you see a lot in like Appalachian music. Um, Joni Mitchell played. Okay. Joni Mitchell's making a comeback. She's, she's playing right now with, uh, Brandy Carlisle. Yeah. Like, Fucking wild. I mean, oh good for gosh. her. Joni Mitchell, Mitchell didn't go away, but she had a stroke. So she's back. Yeah, I was going to say, she, she was she was not like super well. So mm-hmm. I, I'm I'm excited for her. Joni's back. <laughs> Guess who's back? <laughs> Joni's back. Um, do you like John Prine? Uh, I do. Love John Prine. Me too. I'm just uh, thinking about different styles of music. Uh, yeah. Also, Angel, Angel from Montgomery. Great song to play on auto harp. Mm. Oh, I love Bonnie Raitt. <laughs> I love it when Bonnie Raitt sings. I love, you know what? People sleep on Bonnie Raitt. People you do know, sleep. Bonnie Raitt's where it's at. That voice, she just won a Grammy. Fuck y'all. Yeah, I love Bonnie, it. Bonnie, Bonnie Raitt is. I can make you. I, I was gonna say me. that. That's like that song. Like just lives in my brain all the time. I don't know what that oh, says yeah. about me. What's wrong with me? But like, I it's in my head all the time. As soon as uh, I got dumped, I was like, well, I need to listen to this five times a day and scream cry. That's going to help me. I, I also <laughs> recommend uh, Boys to Men does a great version of that song. You don't oh, think it's really? going to be good, but it is. It's They're like. That was my first concert ever. Boys to Boys Men. Boys to Men. And crisscross. Yeah. Damn, <laughs> Allie. Make you jump. 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 <laughs> Did your daddy yeah, think- come with you and he had all those chains on? Her no, dad my dad my dad always just paid jewelry. people to take me somewhere and frequently my dad paid criminals to watch me because oh. um or it, they were like paying him back because what did i tell you britain <laughs> around the 30 minute mark we were going to learn something it's at the 48 we're a little delayed <laughs> but here we are learning that Allie's babysitters are criminals that owe your owe her daddy money <laughs> what a great movie I'm, oh my I'm god dibs, dibs on that movie did on so that feature, many nobody else DUI, so many DUI <laughs> cases he was taking care of and be like, all right, I'm going to give you some off. You're going to watch my kids this Saturday. Allie, I need you to stop talking because you have a great feature on your hand. You have like Uncle Buck, but criminal. <laughs> Please stop talking because you're giving away. I'm producing this. Okay. So stop. You're giving away our millions. Bad oh, babysitter. Sorry about that. Bad. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm teasing. So they had DUI. So they were drunk. Your dad knew that you drunk drove. <laughs> my dad was like, these guys definitely drive drunk. Just take, take you my should kids. take my kids to the roller rink for the night. <laughs> <laughs> it's the summer of 1993. Are you ready? Are you ready? Criminals took you to be real. Criminals took you to Boys, Ten Men, and Crisscross. Uh-huh. <laughs> 
crimes. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was criminals. And um, criminal took me to Jimmy Buffett concert. <laughs> now that see that one is That's too criminal. tempting would, for someone with a DUI. No, yes, I would. I could see that a DUI at a Jimmy Buffett concert. Yes, Allie. I was only 11. We were walking up and there was somebody with a coconut bra and getting taken out on a stretcher. It hadn't even started yet. Damn, you know, she's upset about that still. And then my babysitter, <laughs> my babysitter passed out on the blanket. I have a question. I have a question. I have a question. Did you want to see Tom, what, Jimmy, Jimmy Buffett, Buffett? Or did you well, have to go with them? My, my sister was going with friends and Larry, our babysitter, criminal that criminal that lived in our treehouse. Um, uh, uh, what? That's you got. We don't have. He time lived in the treehouse. Our treehouse had like refrigerator, air condition. He. Oh. It was a treehouse. It, it was had, a house. It had everything except for a bathroom. And that was but in the house barn. That was in the house barn. Yeah. So y'all go to Jimmy Buffett mm-hmm. with your parents are like. This and your dad's like, listen, man, like you owe me about two thousand dollars for clearing your name from this DUI case. Yeah. Why don't you take my kids to Jimmy Buffett? I'm gonna buy you tickets. <laughs> I'm gonna set you up at this concert that's known for Margaritaville. He got my sister so much alcohol, she was wasted. She's seven years older though. But so how old was, was she at the time? Eleven, twelve. 13. About 17 or 18. That's close enough. That's It was a different time. <laughs> yeah. You know. I mean, I found out I was such a goody two-shoes in high school. And then I found out my mom was drunk graduation day. Mary Lou. Mary Lou. They were bad kids. They were like living it up in the 70s, man. And they smoked pot. I didn't know this. I thought you meant she came to your graduation drunk. Yeah, I know. No, I was like, <laughs> she was at her own graduation drunk. She's like, yeah, uh, man. And then she worked at a bar. She worked at a honky tonk. Had to mm. get, they also served barbecue. She would be like, yeah, I'd get up at 4 a.m. I'd start the pit. I'd work until 6 a.m. I'd go home. I'd take a nap. And then I'd get there around 8, 8 p.m. Bar 10. I was like, wild. holy shit. She was like, yeah, I had fun. I was like, oh, okay, well, I'm a goody two-shoes that works at a Starbucks. I wish you would have told me this when I was in high school as well. No, because then like, then all hell would be broken. Loose. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Bad, bad influence. Why? So did you want to go to Jimmy Buffett or did you? Go I, because- my, um, I thought my sister was really cool. So like my sister wanted to go. So then, and sometimes when my sister would drive, we would listen to Jimmy Buffett. So like, I knew like your sister was 17 and in a Jimmy Buffett, that should have mm-hmm. been the first warning, dude, that she was going to turn into a huge redneck. Yeah. Um, uh, no. Is, is she like a 50 year old woman in a 17 year old body? Maybe Jimmy Buffett is not teenager music. I like mine with lettuce and tomato, Heinz 57 and French fried potatoes. Ever and I love Heinz 57. We love it. We love it. It's a Southern gay icon. Yeah. Do you have a Seattle gay icon? Uh, Pacific Northwest. So like, for example, um, this Dallas cup, my Dallas mug is a Southern gay icon. One, because it's left-handed. Don't make any sense. (laughs) It's, you could barely fit any fingers in here and it's chipped, but you still use it because it gets the job done. Like it's still a little sassy. It's still a little classy. It's got their Southern flair of a cowboy hat. <laughs> mm-hmm. But, you know, it's just one you tinker around with. So this yeah. is why it's a Southern gay icon. 
Like it's just like the it's like the undercover. It's like y'all go in the south and like there's like a few gay people in the surrounding towns that you just know they're gay and they go to like the dive bar gay bars and they're like outside smoking in jorts. (laughs) That's what this mug is. That's what that mug is. That's what this mug is. It's hanging out at the palms. That's Colleen, Texas. Yeah, that's yeah. That's Colleen. That's a Colleen, Texas gay right there. All right. All right. So do you have one for the Pacific Northwest in your home? Or, you or know, you like, can do a Southern gay too. Or you can do a Southern gay. Uh, I mean, I have, I, we're also like in like full disclosure. This is like my office and I wanted to do the thing in here to like connect to the, all of my audio shit. That's but okay. it's like, it's like chaos in here right now. Well, you don't I mean, have you, to be an object in your, in your room or it could be anybody or anything. Oh, I know. I'm just like, I'm just saying like, I was looking around and I was just like using my brain. For inspiration. To, uh, oh, inspiration. Yeah, for, for inspiration, you know, like, um, I don't know. I, uh, I, I feel very boring. You're uh, not boring. I like uh, this, but it, we just threw it on you. I mean, like I said, we started talking about your album and then look at where we are now. So, Criminal babysitters. I, there, there are oh. two things in my office that I've, I've always, uh, they're, they're, they're opposite of each other, but they, they normally live together, but there's this like sock monkey where his arms are bigger than his legs, which uh, I got one of those two. Okay. Right? <laughs> uh, yeah, exactly. Like I was always like, Oh, like he, and there's like, um, there's this like stuff. I'm not going to reach it. This feels like it's <laughs> very dumb, uh, but there's like a stuffed tiger. And to me, I was always like, oh yeah, these guys are, these guys are our friends. They can't tell mm. anyone. They can't tell anyone. <laughs> oh yeah. They're Ooh. secret lovers. They're who not ready will, to be out. Yeah. Who will, who will understand the love between a monkey and a tiger? Yeah. yeah. Never be. A Republican senator and his constituent. Constituent. <laughs> yeah. That's erotic. Yeah. yeah that's gay. Detention. How that monkey is obviously playing with some gender norms with the lipstick and mm-hmm. the yes. scarf. Yes. And uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That monkey knows that. what he's got my, or she my or they. Uh, my, my grandmother made this sock monkey. Uh, Your grandmother was horny when she made that. Yeah, I think so. <laughs> I'm, uh, I'm sorry. That's inappropriate. No, no, no. It's fine. Uh, she, I, I hate to say this because like she she recently passed. My grandmother passed in the last year. R.I.P. I'm so sorry. Uh, no, no, it's fine. Uh, she, <laughs> I she was... R.I.P. So casually, <laughs> I, I, I felt awkward and I'm so sorry. It's actually quite sad. I'm very sorry. No, no, it's, it, it, it really is okay. Like I, this is something I like to say when, uh, like she, she was old, and um, mm-hmm. it is a, it's a victory, not a tragedy. Um, yeah. But also, someone who is like very, you know, she's from Texas. What she, part? Uh, uh, she was born in Lubbock, yeah, Texas. Okay. Hmm. That's so, a pretty big town. Uh, I think that's right. No, maybe maybe they moved to Lubbock. My mom was born in Lubbock. This is inconsequential, but she's like from Texas and like grew up in like a farming family and like was the last of many many children. And I think like had some really strong, really weird ideas about gender and and sexuality. And I. I, I strongly suggest, like she was, she was deeply religious too. This feels blasphemous to say, but there was always part of me that's like, Grandma, are you gay? It might be, it might <laughs> like, have been a little gay. Might have been yeah. a little gay. Hey, that's all right. I yeah, yeah. but like Obviously. I just wish 
She was like just one of those people that was like so unhappy and thus could never be happy for anyone else. Mm. Oh yeah. Uh, and as such, I was just like, what do you, what's your deal, man? Yeah. Yeah. Grandma, Grandma uh, but some things she needed to work through. Yeah. I, I, there was a point where I was like doing Broadway theater and she was like, when are you going to move back to the Northwest? And, Marry a good Christian man. <laughs> and you're like, I'm literally on Broadway, asshole. I know. I, know. I, was, I like, was like, do you realize how few many few people get on Broadway? <laughs> I was just like, there's so many things that are wrong with what right. you're asking me. Like, that I just I can't. I just can't. And, uh, but, you know, like, I was like, you have Josh Groban CDs, Grandma. Certainly. You understand that this where, is like. Where is Josh Groban? Where is he? Uh, Who's he to? Is he? He's current. He's in. A, he's in a production of um, Sweeney uh, Todd. Sweeney Todd. Whoa. Yeah. Okay, Josh. Yeah. Wow. I, I, he got a Tony nomination. Okay. Excuse you know? me. I didn't know. Y'all know. I didn't know. <laughs> I forgot about Josh Groban, but apparently, I'm the one sleeping on Josh. Did well, he, he was right in the Great Comet? Did he write? No, yeah, he was, or did he, he perform? He, he was just in it. Yeah, he was okay. like, he was like the dude, the gotcha. the main the main dude the main in the dude. show, right? Like there was a it was an ensemble cast. He was yeah. strongly featured because he is Josh Groban and he's like mega famous. And also, yeah. sidebar, really nice, really nice oh, that guy. Makes, that's so happy. That that's, makes me so happy. Yeah, I love finding out people are nice. I, I do. I, I really love it. It's and it's sad that we're surprised by that. We're like, oh wow, kindness. Yeah, yeah. I, I, there's two things that really I will hold dear about Josh Groban, and one is that. I'm sorry. <laughs> when I was doing sorry. the show, go ahead. Uh, when I was doing the show, I was having a really hard time, and I actually got like really like sick. I basically mm-hmm. like. St- stopped eating um like I like could not like keep food down and I got to be like super tiny um like I'm not a I'm not a tall person but I think like there was a point when I was doing the show where I was like 105 pounds which is like not enough my mom had something like this in high school where she dropped down to 80 and she couldn't retain any food or nutrients and instead of the doctors trying to help her they accused her of being a meth addict and having an eating disorder and she was like i literally cannot i will eat in front of you and it took randomly one doctor who was not even her doctor overheard them talking oh wow and was like i know what you have and took my mom aside and started treating her care. And now Thanks my mom is in a normal weight. And anyways, yeah, sorry. But I know that, like, I can only imagine, like, witnessing that from my mother, like, and being on Broadway must have been very intense. And I mean, Broadway is so intense. Like, how did you have the energy to do it? I mean, I, I, I honestly don't know. Like, I really, like, I felt like I was, like, going to die. And uh, so I guess the point of the story is, like, to his credit, Josh Groban was the only person who was like, hey, come here, come in, come sit down in my dressing room. And he was like, are you okay? (laughs) And I was like, I don't don't remember the exact exchange because I don't remember a lot from like a certain period of my life. Yeah, Uh, Yeah, I, I, 
such a nice, sincere person. And uh, yeah, a nice, nice celebrity. Yeah. That's great. Ever's walk, working with a really nice celebrity as well. What? Who? <laughs> Keanu. Oh, yeah. I'm not supposed to talk about that. <laughs> I actually legally cannot like, talk about that. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't even off have the, the record. Script. Yeah, off the record. I had a That's dummy exciting. audition. And then um, my callback was for a, a news dummy sides. I didn't know that was a thing. And then when I got the part, I was like, this is the one I auditioned for. And they're like, yeah, we know. Those were fake sides, idiot. Welcome oh. to the business. What? I've yeah. never heard of that. Yeah. And good. then on the call sheets, it doesn't list anybody else's. Like, they're all initials only. And I don't even have the full Ooh. script. They haven't. They won't give every... They are not give... They're like, nope. But also, it's a writer strike right now. Nobody's crossing a picket line. So we actually got That's ticketed. Fair. And it's kind of driving me nuts because... I really want to cut my hair back to a buzz cut and I can't until after a production wraps. Uh, but legally, I can't talk about it. <laughs> All of this is off the record. Off the record. Off the record. <laughs> Where can our listeners find you? Where can they listen to you? Uh... Again, all, all streaming platforms under my own name, Britton Ashford. So if you're a, an Apple Music, a Spotify, a, a Bandcamp, or, or BrittonAshford.com. That's great. And then do you have any live shows in Brooklyn coming up? Or You know, I'm actually, I'm playing a, a very special uh, loft show on Sunday, June 25th. Great. And... Uh, if you are on my mailing list, you'll find out about it, but we're only selling, uh, 60 tickets to it. That's awesome. And, yeah. Playing with this gal, uh, Laura Gibson, who I, I love her. She's oh, Laura Gibson. Okay. Yeah. Do you know her? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I fucking love Laura Gibson. That's great. Uh, so Laura Gibson. And then, um, uh, another friend of mine here, Elena Ferris has a band physical kids. Uh, and the three of us are just going to play. We were just like, Laura's in town. And it was like. Let's make a thing happen. And That's very cool. I, I love nothing more. Allie can tell you, I love nothing more than a, than a house concert. That's for... cool. I loved the one. I mean, I know I was crying the entire time. <laughs> yeah, your album is really beautiful. It's hard not to cry. Listeners, hard. if y'all feel like crying and processing a breakup, put it on. Yeah. <laughs> put it on. <laughs> Ruin a day, then feel really good. <laughs> <laughs> it's beautiful it's cathartic it's, album. now it's well really now nice. i can listen to them and like sing along and not cry but no yeah. uh, listeners I, you're gonna want to take a few private listens uh, there's definitely i mean it's also like not completely down in her music i think like no that's not what i'm I, saying at all but she could uh, be beautiful and still cry because it's beautiful what was that? hold on tight it's like that's a banger that's <laughs> a banger i'm sorry i wasn't trying to paint it as like a mournful album i was just was like it's beautiful it's <laughs> nice I, I I definitely tried really hard to like temper the 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 emotional weight of it with also like a few bangers, <laughs> a few bangers, a few bangers. <laughs> and y'all listeners, you got to go watch the videos for uh, yeah the visuals. Done the, you better uh, hold on tight. And then what's the other video you have? Uh, hand ringing in the wings. Oh, uh, that's that's actually yeah. my favorite song right now. Yeah. All right. Very cool. All right. Well, Britton, thank you for joining us today. We're we're so happy to chat. Yeah, thank you for having me. Been looking forward yes. to it. Everybody, uh, go get Trotter. Oh, and Gen uh, Z, Gen Z, if you're making these TikToks, you gotta use use use, <laughs> use Britton's song to make a TikTok. Yeah. 
talk to you guys soon. Bye. 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 Crystal queer, y'all. Y'all say y'all gay. It's Alien ever here, y'all. We got a lot to talk about, so let us ask you now, y'all gay. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.